haven't we done a platypus swim bait for cod? I'm sure there's a boutique lure. Is there a platypus? Can you? Can someone out there let me know? Is there a platypus swim bait? I can't recall seeing one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Deep Drop for another episode. This is a fishing podcast. If you're new here, we uh, we we we're a bit different though. We don't do things that I guess you might hear or see on other channels. We we talk about fishing, of course, we do. It's what we love. Luke McCredden's my name. Adam Ring is with me as always, and we've been part of the industry in different shapes and forms for a long, long time. Ads, and we're not your typical fishing program, are we? No, we're not. I'd like to say, and I'd like to think that the Deep Drop is the perfect mix between dumb shit and smart shit. So when it comes to fishing, Luke, you and I have learned a few things along our journey. We continue to learn things. Mm. And we like to ask questions and break things down to within an inch of their life. Sometimes we break them down too far to the point that we get lost on the original thing we were trying to break down in the beginning. But it's all good fun. We come up with some interesting stuff. We come up with some god-awful stuff and everything in between, and that's what kind of makes it a little bit different. And I'm all for it, Luke, because I love it. I have a ball, and I think we churn out something that's interesting at times. Interesting, different. But anyway, that is, and that's a great summation, Adam. Thank you for that. And and if you are new here, just stick around because we'll get there in the end. Uh, but it's we have a bit of fun <laughs> with it. We're certainly not here to tell you how to do things because... Quite frankly, that's why fishing is so great. You, you, there are so many ways to do so many different things uh, and there's yep. no right or wrong, essentially. Have a crack is what we're about. You're going to get it wrong. Of course you are. But you're also going to get it right at some stage and that feeling is sensational. So we're certainly not uh, here giving out advice. Let's make that very yeah. clear. Uh, we, we, we don't take it. Well, look, there'll be, some, there'll, there'll be some pieces of gold along the way and we do happen to speak to some great people on the show as well. Um, but more importantly, some of the best feedback and best tips and advice we get is from you guys. And Instagram is such a great place for you guys to do it. And you do it. And thank you very much for everyone that does do it. Um, we get a lot of messages, which is awesome. We get voice messages. We get uh, comments on the post too, which is great. But keep it coming because yeah, keep it's it just great to connect with you guys and, and, and talk a bit of rubbish online as well. But uh, we appreciate that and we appreciate listening um, shout out adds to some there's some new listeners over the last few weeks that have reached out from WA. Uh, it's fair to say the majority of our audience is, is Vic. Uh, we've reached out into New South Wales over the last six months or so, but great to hear that we're reaching people from WA. Tassie, we had some message. So spread the love, people. Let's reach all corners of this country. And let's get amongst it. Fuck that. Let's get international. Yeah, why not? Let's get, let's get crazy with it. Hey, adds it is December. We have cracked December and, mate, it's, I mean, it's it's a hot one as we record, but the weather is very much up and down, which is kind of weird and it's kind of playing a bit of havoc, but it is exciting that we are getting into this point uh, of the year and we know that for a lot of people, it's probably only a couple of weeks of work left before they can tools down and get stuck into some fishing, which, which is very exciting. Uh, I know that we've got plenty planned, but again, this is where we where we lean on you guys and let us know what you're doing. The, the crazier, yeah, the better. where are we going? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Where are we going? We, uh, yeah, it's, this year's gone incredibly fast. I know I say mm. that every year, and I don't know if it's just a, 
part of getting older yeah. or what the go is, yeah. but it goes way too quick. But look, what a funny start to December and we're only a few days in. We've had an unbelievably successful cod opening, oh. which I've seen all over social media, which has been unbelievably good mm. to see with with fish from a meter down to undersize and everything in between yeah. plenty of them. That's been brilliant. We've seen the South Coast in New South Wales get absolutely obliterated by rain. Oh. Yeah, I spoke to I spoke to one of the the shops uh, in Naruma uh, on the day that we recorded this, and and they copped over two hundred mil oh, in Jesus. four days. Yeah. So that was pretty intense. Malakuta just about got washed off the map. Yeah, um, landslides. I think last I heard the water was up about three meters. Jesus, it's an incredible amount of water. I'm I, as we record this podcast, I'm sitting in Lake Entrance and driving over places like the Avon River. Uh, the Tambo River, the Nicholson, they're just running hard. They're running high. They're running dirty. Coming over the hill at Lake's entrance and just w- seeing out offshore where that fresh, dirty yeah. water's pushing out is absolutely incredible. Fair way out. Fair way out. Oof. And uh, fingers crossed, that's the last we've seen of the heavy downpours in short amount of time. I don't think this will have a a massive detrimental effect. Give it a couple of weeks, we'll be right back to normal yeah. and the fishing will be going off its head. Well, yeah, and it's just incredible seeing it, so it, far. It is incredible and it's this is it this is why fishing it just it's there's another layer to it. It's because it's not just the fish or the gear you're using, it's it's the weather and the elements that plays such a big part. On the on the positive of that and I know obviously it's a, it's pretty full on and there were some um yeah, there were some pretty, I suppose, scary moments for locals in those areas. But from a fishing point of view, um, and I'll throw to you on this, will this, let's call it in a month's time, actually be a really good flush out? So so will it have done something good for the systems? Yeah, definitely. I think we saw that off the back of the floods. It was about this time last year we had those crazy floods through uh, New South Wales and Victoria they were to next level because it yeah. legitimately shut the fishery down for nearly six months. Yeah. Um, so I hope we don't get that again. But I think in any estuary system, you add a little bit of water just to keep everything moving, reset. We see a few of these systems that remain closed for majority of the year. They open up. They they get a really good flush out. Once that fresh water does push out offshore, few more tide changes, that beautiful nutrient-rich ocean water comes into those systems, and that's only a good thing. Uh, It it is. It's short-term pain for long-term gain. But obviously, there's a a fine line. Once it starts washing a heap of debris and stuff into the water, it's a bit different. And I know up in the Mm. fresh water, they... They get a heap of other different issues with black water and things like that too. So. True. Well, you mentioned freshwater there, and you also mentioned off the top cod. Now, cod, December brings obviously summer, but also the cod opening, Victoria, New South Wales. And I, I wanted to throw something to you tonight, and this is just an observation. Could be very, you know, I, I could be way off, but as you know, and you are as well, an absolute junkie when it comes to lures and fishing tackle, cod have been at the forefront of, um, let's say, a wave of lure fashion over the last few years. What I wanted to put to you and the listeners is the giant cod swim bait craze slowly tapering off. I don't, I don't think it's tapering off. 
I think we've just learnt how and when to use them. Yeah. So it's not a case of just chucking them all day every day because they're cool. No. But I do think I do think after the rain we've had the last two years, I think that could change. Mm. And what I mean by that, we've seen swim baits in particular, these big lures, yes. whether it be big plastics, big hard bodies, yep. whatever it may be. Massive. We've seen them settle into the the impoundment market, open water, well, lakes. Actually, and I wanted to say too, I feel like there's two, and this is from a non-cod angler here, there's two very different um, types of, of cod fishing when it comes to that style, that lure fishery, and it's the depth of winter and then the summer yes. fishery. I feel like the big swim bait action, is that fair to say that that winter fishery is where that really comes into play? Definitely. That's... That's where it's it's found itself, and I see why. Why I think it could change. With the flush out that all of our systems have had in the last 18 months, mm. there's been a massive explosion of redfin and carp. Mm. So in the rivers itself, carp, no one, no one wants to hear that. We've spoken about carp, Luke. We may or may not have even floated out an event which may or may not happen. Oh, it's not may uh, or may not have. We we pitched an event, not even floated it out there. We, we pioneered an event and it will happen at some stage. We just all need yeah. a few extra bits of time in our lives to make it happen. But I I think with <laughs> with the explosions of those populations, I think we're going to also find an explosion of smaller swim baits. Yes enter into the river fishery because as those redfin and carp grow to about, you know, that four to six inch type size, which will happen quite quickly. Yeah. We we could find that in the winter we're fishing these really big eight, 12, eight to 12 inch giant swim baits for the winter cod when they start to shut down, the metabolism slows, they're not going to work too hard. They just want to eat one big meal mm. and then go and mooch in a hole for a little while. And then we're going to downsize the swim bait to that four, five, six inch stuff. And that's when we find them firing up in the yeah. rivers as these redfin and carp continue to grow and hit and that perfect bait And size. trout, you know, there's plenty trout, of... Trout, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a fair call. That's a fair call. Um, but yeah, I, it was look, it was just something that I, you know, we saw we were smashed in the face every time we opened social media over the last few years of giant swim bait. Don't get me wrong, I love it. I mean, that... I love looking and mucking around with those those particular lures. They're just sensational. I don't do a lot of it, if any. Well, I've never done the big giant swim bait stuff, to be brutally honest. Um, so it was really cool to see. But then I just feel like, yeah, it's not in my face as much. This is why I raise it. So thank you for giving some uh, clarity on that. But again, there are plenty of good uh, or, or you know diehard cod fishers that listen. Uh, we've heard some from a few of them that fish the cod classic last week. Um, so get in touch. Tell us what you think is happening at the moment on a lure front. I feel like you've you're pretty bloody spot on there, Rads. Well, the, it, someone's always going to prove me wrong, and it's why this thing's so bloody good. I'm sure, especially in places like the Murray, that's quite open, quite you know, it's quite a big, wide river in parts. Mm. You, you can't tell me you throw a gigantra or something in that no. sort of size. You're not going to get me to cotter. It's it's more that I think that skinny water stuff we're going to find the swim bait things start to really enter, and maybe not in the same vein as we see it now. I think uh, people are starting to really understand soft plastics in that 
True. four to six inch where we used to just hop everything on the bottom and, and hope something eats it. But we're getting really savvy with rigging and using plastics as swim baits themselves mm. uh, and rigging them in funky ways to get them doing what they need to do. I think that's going to become crucially important. And I, I know, it's just going to continue to evolve. I know where does. your heart's at. And do you think people have just have got the wrong idea altogether in a cod fishing where they should be redfin fishing? Well, <laughs> I've never met a more. I've co- never met a bigger fan of a species than you for redfin. You love them. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> we might see a few reports over the summer of people catching cod and them coughing up a, a redfin that they've been chewing on, mm. and just throwing the cod back and <laughs> keeping it ready. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me at all. And I get it. What happened? Can you imagine? This is getting way off track. And for new listeners, this is exactly this what the what deep drop do. does. Can you imagine a red fin that grew to, I don't know, 20 pounds? Because how big, how heavy is a meter cod, roughly? I don't know, but you're opening up a subject can of worms that <laughs> you're I. You're not am ready for? So, no, I'm so here for it. <laughs> I've been waiting for the, I've been waiting for this, Luke. Let's do it. All right. Let's dive right yeah. in. Let's dive right in. So, Nat, hit me with some species and, yeah. I'll, and same. I'll throw some at you mm. that if they grew to a size. Oh, that, okay, okay. We'll so, start with redfin. Right. Start with reddies. Okay. The question is: If a redfin grew to a meter, Jesus. would it just be a cod? Oh, I'd like to think not, but maybe they could just be get become really sluggish. I'm not knocking cod. I'm just saying like they might slow. Because at the moment, if you catch a ready that's, what, 20, 30 centimetres, you have a bit of fun. It's good fun. Yeah. They fight. Yeah. They put up a scrap. What if it went, what if it grew? What's, I mean, what is, what What do they max out at typically? Cod. No, ready. 50 Four, is probably. Well, I was going to say 45. 50, yeah. 50 centimetres is a tank. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a beast. Right? So let's call an 80. Like that's another <laughs> 30 centimetres. What happens? Do they just get fat like a yellow belly, or do they? Do- yeah, I don't because I I think their body shape yeah. says they would just get they just they'd be yeah like a yellow belly. <laughs> Say just, like a sixty centimeter yellow. That yeah, they just three kicks to the tail and it's kind of all over. But uh, it would be chaos for a short amount of time. The the one I default to Luke, and I still think. <laughs> imagine King George Whiting oh. grew to a meter. Oh. That would be. That would become. That would hit the the bracket of sports fish, wouldn't it? Because well, it's no for, longer for a bread that, and butter bay fish. It's nah. a sport. It's a proper sport fish that yeah. is an absolute brute fight. So they did every single thing. So just don't try and think it becomes a different species, but just think a King George whiting. Mm. You catch them in exactly the same areas. So we're talking weed edges or yeah, weed yeah. holes yeah. or. But they grew to a meter. Mm. Oh, mate! But that's what I'm saying. Could I'm you... not. I'm not taking. I'm not saying that they all of a sudden are offshore on over the shelf. No. I'm, what I mean is they would be targeted like a bonefish is, you know. And yep. I, we always refer to them. But for purely sport, it wouldn't be a need a feed of whiting type situation. It'd be wanting to land one. One would. But would so would it? Would it catapult King George whiting to? Just don't fish for anything else. You, you, you'd have you'd have the number one sports fish in the world. Mm. That's also one of the best eating. Can you imagine the fillets you'd get off a meter whiting? There'd be steaks, mate. And, and if Slabs. they if they can if they remained good quality too, like you know how some fish oh, get bigger and yeah. get a bit shitter. If they remain yeah. good quality, mate, 
Imagine just slapping a couple of those fillets down on the Christmas table for lunch. Like, dig in, everyone. Fuck. It'd be awesome. You know, there'd be a slot limit. If they grew to that big, they'd end up putting a slot limit on them. So yeah, yeah they, oh, they would. <laughs> yeah, no, it is It is a bit of a default one. You can't help but you, your mind sort of goes there. But uh, the other one too that I sometimes think is like, and you know, people might go, oh, that's fucking boring. Australian salmon. Like, you can't tell me that a... And, and folks in WA, we've got some listeners over there, and they get big. Yeah, But what about right. a 10 to 15 kilo salmon? Would they fight, and this is a question, this is just a complete hypothetical, would they be a better scrap than, and I'm going to put them up against a 10 to 15 kilo bluefin tuna or a 10 to 15 kilo king. kingfish? Or would it be very similar to a king? Yes, it would be awesome if you if you connected a 10 kilo king and a 10 kilo salmon and just told them to swim in opposite directions, who'd win? <laughs> Tug of war. Tug of war. Yeah, who'd, who'd pull the other one backwards? Yep. I still reckon I'd, ha- I'd, I'd have to give it to kings. I, I th- only because only because Luke mm. and I've probably I've probably I've probably brought this story up on the program before, but my first ever kingfish Luke I caught with you at Naruma. Mm. It was on a fifty pound jig stick. It was on a Stella fourteen thousand <laughs> that was locked to the point where it wasn't locked, but you had to you had to get a wrap of braid on your hands just to pull one ticker drag. And I caught a king that didn't do a hell of a lot early, but as soon as it saw the boat, it took off. And yeah. I thought, oh, the first one's a good one. <laughs> it was undersized. <laughs> yeah. I don't think an undersized salmon would pull a ticker drag off a Stella 14 no. that was to the point where, yet that undersized king did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, that's a fair call. What about on the, I'm going, I'm going, I'm getting weird with it. So we talk about, oh, what if this species was big this size? What if marlin were five to ten kilos? Small. And, you know... I would be more excited about that than the marlin that currently exists at big. Chasing them with, you know, two to five kilo gear. (laughs) That would be insane. (laughs) Three to six kilo spin outfits. Because the cl- the closest you'd get are those baby blacks yeah. in Harvey Bay. Which would still be... Yeah, I don't, yeah, they'd still be... I wonder how... Yeah, what's what's a what's an average baby black? I don't know. It'd have to be over would 10 be, kilos, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. But that would be awesome. I haven't done that and I do want to do it. Uh, we could find that out. We'll find that out because I know people that have done it. Um, or maybe, maybe you've done it if you're listening. Because um, that's just... Reversing it, but I'm just like all of a sudden that that would be pretty pretty cool, fun. I mean, obviously, the, at some point in their lives, they are small. But yeah. You just typically don't see them or catch them. So I don't know. Let, let's let's throw it out there. What what do you, what else is there? Um, get- do you reckon if if and I'll put them in the same class, and I'm sure I'll get shot for it, but an estuary perch or an Aussie bass? Oh, lock a minute a conservative. 65 to 70 centimetres. Go bigger. Because I reckon you can almost, and this is ridiculous, but like you, you can almost imagine they'd just, it'd but just it, be yeah. a bigger scrap. Like if, if you. But if you make anything too, too much bigger, it now gets. My mind goes to like, black. My mind goes to black bass. Same. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, because they're big, I mean, they're girthy, like they're big and chunky yeah. and, and, and long too. But 
Could. So do you think it's do you think it's sixty? They're just a mangrove jack. Maybe, maybe. But if but if they if they were like at, at seventy to eighty, it would that, become a black bass. Well, I'm just thinking at sixty, they're still manageable. Like, do you know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, like, mate, if one of them hits a hits a top water lure on the way down, that you've probably got no hope anyway. Even if forty fifties can do that, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But then I'm thinking, if it's eighty, it's like. You, you need just some need specialist gear. Yeah. yeah. Black bass gear. Fuck. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the perch and the bass? Like the a, a, an Australian bass, say, at that size, just eating platypuses and shit. Like- <laughs> <laughs> We're using platypus swim baits. There's a whole new market. There's a whole new lure market. <laughs> See? Mate. <laughs> Because you'd go, all right, well, you sort of almost start fishing from the same as you do big cod, but a big Australian bass is going to smash a cod to pieces as far as a fight goes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, you'd think, you'd think so. Yeah. Oh, a platypus <laughs> swim bait. Why haven't we done a platypus swim bait for cod? I'm sure there's a boutique lure. Is there a platypus? There can, you, can someone out there let me know? Is there a platypus swim bait? Directly targeted for made for cod. It's seen, I I can't recall seeing one. We've seen all the different reptiles yeah, and rodents and birds and shit. Is it because it's a bit? Someone would. Is it because yeah. it's a bit? People would frown upon it. Maybe. Do they eat platypus? Would they eat a platypus? Oh, I, I think so. They eat golf balls. Like they'll eat a platypus. They'd have to. Because a platypus has got a mad action. You ever seen those bad boys swim? <laughs> the, the fucking tail on it, mate. <laughs> I'm not. It's going side to side. If it, ta- if no, if this isn't on the market, I'm fucking thinking about doing it. <laughs> Hit me up if you're a lure manufacturer. I'll design. I'll draw it up tonight. Send it to yeah. you. <laughs> fur finish. Oh, it's got to be a fur finish. Fur finish has fur to finish. be. You could even do. You could even do diving versions like deeper. You do, the bill just aims a bit. Yeah, just, he's yeah, angled just down a bit. A bit. <laughs> Mate. Oh, that's big time! That's big time! I can't believe that's not that has to be out there. It has to, someone has to yes. be out there. Yeah, someone would have done a platypus for sure. Oh, I'm calling it. I'm calling out to people because I know there's people listening who are absolute frothing over these sorts of lures. Someone in their travels <laughs> must have seen one. Come on, let us know. Anyway, so Australian bass, eighty centimeters, big time. Nothing. St- well, I won't say nothing stopping it, but Jesus, that's hard to stop. Yeah. Um. I mean, you could go through some of like we speak about meter cod. Like, what happens when they get to a meter fifty? Like, do you know what I mean? Meter yeah. eighty. Like, it's yeah. Which I suppose it's not, then they just become like you know, those big Queensland groper. <laughs> then they're just a big stingray that you can't yeah. get off the bottom. But yeah, I know there's a point where it gets a bit ridiculous. But I tell you, it's um, but it's funny, isn't it? Because sometimes I think about snapper. We love snapper. They're great fun. But when you actually Think about let's say what's an average snapper for Port Phillip Bay? Uh, what's three to five? We've yeah, been through this. I was going to say there's a throwaway size that we always use, but <laughs> but if you if if or even the length, like if you go off length, because I'm just thinking, and I know it's a different, completely different ball game, but a, a fish that size on a reef up north pulls, in my opinion, ten times harder than a snapper does. Do you know what I mean? Is that fair to yeah. say? Like a nanny yeah. or something like that. Yeah, different terrain. So totally. I wonder, like, catching a snapper off a bommie in, you know, in New South Wales offshore would be different. be different to catch one in the bay. Maybe, yeah. 
But what, all right, what about, I'm trying to think of a more realistic thought sort of Nothing's realistic path. about Nothing's nah. realistic about a metre long redfin. What about, what about this? <laughs> take, let's just take Lake Yildon, for example. Yeah. At, at a reasonable guess, what do you think the biggest cod would be swimming around in Lake Yildon right now? It's a great question. See, this is where the, I suppose part of me goes, you know, a metre 30 is like a, just a, you know, but part of me yeah. goes, is there something bigger? Is there a yeah. metre 60 sitting around, and swimming this, around out there? And this is and this is what I mean. And the reason, I guess some of the reason I beat up, A, because we've been dribbling shit about how big if fish got other, <laughs> but we've, we've seen with bluefin, We've seen the progression from their 102 to 105, and they all seem to do that. And then every now, then there's then there was 120s. Then the last couple of years we've had 140. It's like how big do we actually see them? I wonder at right now, like today, mm. what would what do you reckon? Because there's been meter 20s caught. Well, I just just did a quick little um, search and. And I don't know if this is how accurate this is, but the Murray cod, uh, the biggest Murray cod recorded was 1.8 meters long and weighed oh, okay. 113 kilos. Jesus. So, okay, so say we worked, we worked. That, okay, so they say they maxed out at 1.8. Yeah, but I mean, what do you reckon the biggest? Do you reckon there'd just be some old tank that's just sitting in a hole in the wall at yeah, and that's a metre fifty, so. like dollar yeah. fifty, you reckon? Yeah, I reckon a dollar fifty. I'd love to think that. And there's no reason why not, by the way. Yeah. I mean, unless someone from fisheries comes along and goes, no, they physically can't grow to that. Well, yeah. why not? I mean, that, that, that thing I've literally just searched up, like it could be complete dribble, but um, a buck eighty. Jesus Christ! That's a big cod. That's over. That's a yeah. That's a that's, that's sort, a bar- that's, it's a barrel. Like it's literally a barrel. It's yeah, over hundred kilos. Sort, that's sorting out some gear. That is. <laughs> that's it, that's in the ballpark of I'm not that interested. I'm just like yeah. that's too hard. <laughs> um, okay, so then what about some other like King George Whiting? Yeah. What do you think in Western Port, Port Phillip Bay, or let's just say Victoria's coastline? Mm. What do you think the biggest King George Whiting? So we've seen. We've seen them just over a keg. We've seen them maybe one point one. Which, which in the length scale is what? Just over. It's that's it's mid mid to high fifties. Yeah, I was going to say anyone because as soon as someone gets a fifty, they claim it's kilo. a kilo. It's yeah. it's not. Maybe if you got one in a good paddock that's full of row, maybe. But we, we've look, we've both measured them and weighed them at the shop and yeah. it's actually incredible how a 50 to a 51 centimetre King George Whiting can be 850 grams. Yeah, 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 totally. So what would there be swimming around now? I mean... Do you reckon there'd be a 60? Is there a 60 swimming around? Why not? Am I right in saying this? Again, like, I back myself ads with things I've learned over the years, but sometimes, you know, they can be a bit, can, a bit blurred with other things you've learned, but... Have I learned, and people out there, please jump on, tell me I'm right or wrong. Do King George Whiting go offshore to spawn or at some point in their lives head offshore? And I'm sure that I've read uh, things about them being found over the continental shelf. I'm not, I, I don't think they spawn at depth 
Because remember, there's been there's the age old question: Do they actually spawn in Port Phillip Bay mm. and or Western Port? And I've heard conflicting things. I don't think they do. Obviously, there's a big spawning ground uh, near Kangaroo Island, South yeah. Australia. We know that. They so think just the to circle back for, for a little while. Just to circle back for new listeners, this is this is why you don't come here for facts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's speculation, solely speculation. Anyway, I think and I've heard one, that. And someone. listen, one day we'll get someone who knows and we'll talk to them. But until then, let's just have some fun. Absolutely. So, so yeah, but I reckon there's so a 60 think, swimming around. Yeah, there would have to be, wouldn't there? Or not. Um, but it's even like, because it could be, where, at what point? Like, obviously, we know that there's a lot of bigger snapper down towards Welshpool and that sort of thing. It may be, is that the same for Whiting? Or you know, yeah, in a different part of the the coastline or something. But so what, so then what about so then what about for snapper? So we've seen tens, yeah, we've seen nine point eights, twenty eight, twenty pound. Could there have been a two pound? Could there be is a there 15 a twelve kegger? kilo fish? Oh, I went to fifteen, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going by fives. Um, but if but if so, if someone if you saw on socials tomorrow that someone had weighed a 12 kilo snapper out of Coronella, you'd go, fuck off, check those scales. Oh, I think I'm a bit more open-minded these days, Adam, since I've become old. Um, but yeah, maybe. But but again, it depends. Like if it was from, you know, if, if a couple of people fished down Welshpool or down, you know, down that way where there's, and I'm not well versed. ballerine out your way. There's a big snapper out there. Just cry obey. Let's keep to ourselves over here, Ads. Thank you very oh, much. No, I'm, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, there yeah. is. And it's funny because it's kind of the opposite of, well, not the opposite, but it's 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 a weird, it's it's a different fishery. It's amazing how different it can be from other parts of the bay. Yeah. Or Western Port or a place like Welshport or something where it's, it, or I suppose all those places are quite different. But yeah, there's a lot of shallow ground. But it was a lot of shipping channel edges and there's a lot of contour and, you know, so... It, so there's enough there to keep but, a big fish happy. But it's not crazy hard current or, you know, like, so there is absolutely enough. And, we, God, we've seen how much food and bait and, you know, the food source yeah, like, up there is incredible. You, you can't you can't tell me that there isn't a 11 to 12 kilo snapper sitting in the middle of the rip. Oh. Kingfish country, like, gnarly current. It's up and down. It's deep. It's shallow instantly. There's hard reef. Absolutely, there's, they there's look. They be, look they? like one of them New Zealand dark yep. red maroon fish too. Yeah, and, and we just scars and shit. And we just haven't been able to access them because yep. you're sure as shit not going to anchor in there. No, and God, do not please, please don't, don't listen to this because you're either going to get it. You're going to get eaten by a container ship. Yeah, or you're just going to get your anchor's going to snag up, and all of a sudden your ass ender's getting. It's just dragged in because of the current. It's just not worth. We don't it. ever need to go. It's just it, it's, yeah. It's just. But there could be, right? Don't you reckon? No, no, I no, I agree. I'm just trying to not to encourage people to go looking for them because. <laughs> um, but absolutely, why not? Why not? That's what I like to think. Why not? Why not? Is there any reason? And let's put it that way: Is there any reason there's not a 60 centimeter King George Whiting swimming around? Western Port of Port Phillip Bay. Yeah, that's what is I mean. Is there any yeah. reason there's a tw- there isn't an eleven or twelve kilo snapper sitting in the rip or sitting down at Port Welsh Pool? Yeah, is there is there not a one point five meter like eighty pound cod just sitting in a hole at Lake Eildon somewhere? Yep. Just this old gnarly fish that doesn't do anything. It just sits in a burrowed out hole in the, you know, 
in yeah. the weir and just, just angry. zips out every now and then and just eats six trout and goes back. He goes back. He's got no friends. He's angry. No. He's sort of beyond just, that. He's battle scarred. He's, battle, he's probably been around fucked. for... How old's a fish like that? 50? Oh, it, yeah. He's over it. Like, he doesn't want to socialise. He's not no. interested. He's just going to... Don't come near him because you'll get eaten. Yeah. Um, don't... He's got do not, do not resuscitate, like, just tattooed on his back. <laughs> Just done. Don't stop cod in that area because they'll just no. all to get eaten. Um, absolutely. Why not? Why not? I love there's it. Got and, to, there's got to be some of these. Like, I wonder what how a, many. What about a dirty big, like, and again, we've just spoken about, but a dirty big Aussie bass just sitting up the back of a river somewhere yep. in a log snag that you're not even going to get a lure or a bait or a hook yep. close to. And what and what would be a reasonable big bass? Sixty five. Oh, that's a fucking horse, isn't it? Like that's a t- yeah. that's just a pig. Yeah. Oh. Do you reckon though? <laughs> Surely. Again, why not? Yeah, that's right. But again, look, without knowing the science behind it, maybe that is not an achievable size based on age, based on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, location and food, like because yeah. they're an old fish as well, like or as in they typically can grow old. Yeah. Because there's just there's just outliers in everything. Like even take people, you know, most most people are what five eight to six foot. Mm. But then you know you get some Victor Webinyama. You know, I was going to say you get some <laughs> French freak that just takes the world by storm. He's seven foot eight and can handle it like Steph. Yeah, there, that- there's always outliers. So there, so what we're saying is there is a victim Vic, Victor Webinyama in Lake Yildon, <laughs> Wemby. There is a Wemby in... Where is the Wemby of each species? That's what we're asking. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, Adam and I refer to basketball from time to time, Yeah. fairly often, and there is a young guy. He's like fucking 21 or something, and he's seven foot four. Seven foot four or something, and he's... He's enormous. Yeah, incredibly big unit. Um, But that's what we're saying. They, they're around. Those sorts of humans are around. That There would be fish around. Yeah. I love it. There's nothing I don't love about thinking about that stuff. Because even we speak about, like, you know, kingfish, for example, you go to New Zealand and all of a sudden you're tangling with fish anywhere from 15 to 30 kilos, like monster, monstrous yeah. fish. So we know they're absolutely capable of growing to that size. But is there any of those fish here? And when well, I say here, I mean New South Wales, Victoria, South yeah. Australia, That there's been some big fish caught in those um, I can't remember the name of that area now. Like, is is there a, is there a flatty sitting in the back corner of Womboyne that's just like a dollar oh, twenty? Yeah, absolutely. It's seen all the floods. It's seen all the drought. It's it doesn't give a, a fuck. It it's just seen a lot. There's a flood. It just opens its mouth and eats a log as it's covered. It like just doesn't give a shit. And it, and it's just it's seen its mates come and go, fall and fall into soft plastics and hard baits, and it's yeah. just gone. Dickheads. It's got its bay. It fucks everything off out of there. Or yeah. just eats it, just, just yeah. for shits and gigs. Just eats it. When it gets lo- landlocked, schools of tailor just come destroying shit. But it just destroys the tailor. Yeah, that's right. It knocks yeah. off three or four tailor. The tailor go, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> and they just go and hit the next bay where there's like pussy flathead. Because because <laughs> the, the other thing with that, like joints like that are full of those mullet, those stupid mullet that just They're jump smelly. everywhere. Yeah. Like you can't tell me those meteries or even like 80 plus flatties are just sitting there looking up going... Next one, one of these fucking things jumps over me. I'm, <laughs> I'm just eating it on the way down. It's sitting there going, I fucking dare you. Yeah, I dare you. I dare you. Jump. Do it. Do it. I dare you. Bang, gone. 
gone. And that fish has just grown another five centimetres because of it. But that's yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah. And when you think about that's what I was saying with, you know, the snapper and sort of parts of the bay, there's so much food. We know, yielding, there's so much food in there now. Like, I'd love to, I'd love yeah. to know what the size of some that the outlier for the outliers for each system. I'd love to know how big they are. Do you reckon? And please tell us, codfishos, have you had those situations? And this is where audio messages are good, guys. We get a lot of audio messages, people that sort of share their stories, which is really sweet. I love hearing it. Have you had a situation where a cod has sort of swam up and just had a look at your lure, and just for a split second you went, "Oh fuck!" Like, yeah, that's. What was that? Like, you know what I mean? You know those moments yeah. where you shit yourself because you yeah. want a big one, but it was way bigger than you thought. Oh, and and leave the <laughs> and leave the excitement in. I don't even care. <laughs> Tell us if you thought it was enormous because I've had an experience like this. Chappie and I snapper fishing one year. It was our first trip. Scream and run, pick it up. Fish comes to the boat. To the, we had it on the deck and we were still high vibing, thinking it was an easy eight. <laughs> Like it was three and a half. Like it, like we got that carried away. Like it just, it come up on a perfect angle, yeah. looked massive, got it in the net. Like yeah, but we just hug it and then we look at it and we go, oh, it's, like, not, it's that not that big. big. But you know those moments though when you are fish, and it's and a lot of it is like when you're not quite ready for it, and sometimes it's not even at the target species. Like I've seen it, a lot of people who fish offshore would have seen it with a a hammerhead or a great white that just appears near the boat and you just sort of for a moment go, holy Jesus Christ, look at the size of that thing. I'm just wondering whether there's been a cod fisher who's just gone, oh, shit. Like it's yeah, sort of it's, almost like I don't want it. Like it's too, Yeah, you know. it's winding in another cod and it just claps this other cod as yeah. 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 Or a trout or something. Yeah. That, that's the shit that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. There's got to be these outliers, Luke. There has to be. I can't see why there wouldn't be. I can't see why. If, if what do you reckon? Tell us on Instagram. We'll, we'll put up a tile. I don't even know how it's going to read yet, but we'll put it up there, and we'll be asking for your. Like, tell us, tell us why there wouldn't be these big fish. Yeah, the victors, it, the Wembies. Put it, put it on our um, put it on our bucket list, Luke. Let's pick a system. Yeah, and we'll just try and find the outlier. Do we just scuba dive? Is that the best way to do it? Surely. Fisheries in in have been you know doing their surveys and testing and have done some electro fishing and gone. Can we Whoop. hire an? Can we can, can we, we rent like an electro fishing? Can we rent an electro boat? fishing? Or Google electro fishing boats for rent. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you go, guys? I'm, oh, fucking clean. I'd find I'd find some shit with that thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I want to do it. But oh, do you know what though? That one point five sitting at the wall at Ilden. That, would just uh, be a, yeah. would just be a, like a, a buzz, you know, when you get electric shock when you on, you know, just touch a door or something. That's all yeah. that would be, and it'd be like, yeah, that's a- <laughs> whatever. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> yeah. All right, let us know. I mean, whiting. Why wouldn't there be a sixty yeah. snapper? Why wouldn't snapper. there be a twelve kegger? Eleven or twelve? Yep. I mean, cod. Why wouldn't there be a buck fifty? Yep. Flatty. There's got to be a dollar twenty sitting oh. around somewhere. Like tell us South Coast, New South Wales. I feel as though that's gonna be in that sort of Wagonga slash Wamboin slash maybe Malacuda. Chiros. Chiros. Like there's just got to be a lot some... of systems that are full of them. Yeah. Jewies. We haven't even spoken about Mulloway. Nah. Like they don't exist, mate. I. Yeah. You know, the is a bloody unicorn to me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the other one? And I'm going to finish with this because I know we could go on forever and ever. Another one that gets spoken about that if it grew to X amount of 
kilos or length or whatever would be unbelievable is a striped tuna. Yeah. You know, you know, they're just, they go Those off little their bullets. absolute brains, but they're only ever, you know, a couple of kilos. Yeah. Imagine that went to, <laughs> they got up to 30 or 40. Or would they just be like any other? Would they just know? be a bluefin then? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, thanks for shutting that down, Ads. Um, yeah, that's a shit example. <laughs> we had a good episode up until then, mate. What happened to them, by the way? I'm just, I oh, know, I'm getting sidetracked again, but in oh, Melbourne. the ones out in Port Phillip Bay. In the bay, offshore, between Bowen Heads and Phillip Island, we had one year, maybe two, where they showed, no, one year. I think I'm just going to say one year. I remember it being one year. I know what happened to them. What? They grew bigger and now they're bluefin. <laughs> Brilliant. That's brilliant. Imagine we actually found out that's what happens to stripe. They bo- <laughs> they're born stripies. Yeah, they're born stripies. And then at a certain age, <laughs> change. Uh, they get to a change. They get to a certain age and just identify as bluefin and <laughs> we all believe it. <laughs> when was the last kilo bluefin you caught? That's... that's- Maybe it had stripes. Like I'm not. I'm not. You might That's have actually, actually a just, brilliant question. You might have actually just stumbled across. What's something. the smallest bluefin, mate? When was the last time you saw a photo of a blue, southern bluefin tuna that was the size of what you would typically see a striped tuna? That's a brilliant question. We might have just unlocked something that David Attenborough will be. He'll be. He's ringing me as I speak. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his crew together. They're heading offshore. Mate, we will find them. We'll, we'll find them and we will see we their will transition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that, we got to go. It's getting yeah, we ridiculous. Go. It's, get, it's getting loose. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, off the top, if you're new, welcome. I hope this hasn't scared you off because we absolutely love having uh, new listeners along and, and please stay around uh, and for everyone who's been on board for a while whether you jumped on at day one or, or halfway through or just recently massive shout out to you guys because this is um this is a lot of fun for ads and i but there's also some really cool shit coming next year 2024 is going to be a yeah. really interesting one we've got some f- yeah really cool really, stuff coming yeah. up let's just say there's going to be more content than ever from yep. us um we're really looking forward to it and looking forward to sharing some of that with you over the next couple of weeks but we probably only do have a couple of weeks ads before we're going to have a couple of weeks off, yep. which will be nice. So, and, and You and I might actually get to catch up in person and hit the river for that. a couple of days. I don't know about that. I think this is... Well, dis- I'll be turning dis- up on your doorstep, so best you leave the door open. <laughs> this distance is good for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, absolutely. And and that's what it's about. So we're going to have a, we are going to have a couple of weeks off ads um, over that Christmas New Year's period just to try and get out there fishing. And, oh, mate, I'm telling you now, the energy levels when we get back are going to be through the roof because yes, I'm going to miss it. If we're not doing a show for two weeks, I'll be having withdrawals, mate. We're going to have some it. stories to come back with. Oh, I'll tell you that, I've <laughs> uh, got a couple of cool things planned for the last couple of episodes of The Deep Drop for 2023. But until then, stick around, stay tuned, subscribe, follow the show on Spotify. We've got heaps to come, but uh, a big 2024 coming up as well. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Jump on Instagram. The Deep Drop is where you'll find us. Uh, we've got some... Yeah, we've got some stuff that needs answering this week. Jesus, we need some help with this stuff. Anyway, we will see you very soon. Thanks, Ads. Thanks, mate. That was fun. We went nowhere fast with that one, I felt. We nailed it. That's the deep drop, right? It is. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) 